0: Is the worst fans of baseball podcast. Fans so big, they form an oblast. They're not your grandma's typical slobcaster. The Slob on your knob till you pop your cop It's the worst fans of baseball podcast.
1: Da 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 da
0: NBA tonight on worst fans in baseball, worst fans huh? in basketball. Yeah, and just imagine like a line through baseball and it says basketball like right underneath it, <laughs> like in spray paint lettering, and it's yeah. like Josh like looks like the kid with that like pees on Chevy like signs, <laughs> and he's like spray painting over baseball and like giving like a little like nod back to the camera. That's what the logo should look like for this week.
1: See, I I kind of wanted to be a uh, Tom uh, crossing up Kyrie Irving. Um, <laughs> I, uh, do a Jerry West thing, you know.
0: Just Tom's body <laughs> as the NBA look. <laughs> <laughs> big old the head one where he's
1: naked. Yeah, it's just the one where he's naked on the toilet <laughs> he's throwing a basketball. <laughs> God. Yeah. Just like... Um, so, yeah. In case uh, everyone has not caught on, it is just me and Ryan tonight. And then by me, that is Josh. And um, I'm Ryan,
0: if you didn't catch that one. <laughs> if you don't know our voices. This is like a Kramer and Elaine episode. This is like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Uh, wait. So who's... Uh, Who's
0: Jerry? Um, I, is Nick Jerry? I guess Nick's Jerry. He's the the best. Look, I mean Tom is George, obviously. Yeah. Tom's a Tom's a big George guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, y- you know what? This is gonna be
1: fun. Um, there's not a lot to report in Major League Baseball at the moment. We have a few rumors and rumblings of oh. uh, such and such team showing interest in so and so and who's he what's it this is
0: Uh, the time of the year where i can just feel like my brain rot from baseball because nothing's happening and i'm just like refreshing mlb trade rumors and just like (laughs) hoping that it changes but it never does and you're just like you can just feel yourself getting dumber with each minute of the day when you like like look like any morsel of like rumor you're like I need it! And you just like want to inject it into your veins. That's like that's where we're at right now. Nothing is nothing is happening.
1: Yeah. Like I'd probably like nut myself if like CJ Crone got, you know, traded or something. <laughs> like 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 at this point I would yeah. I, oh god, the Crone
0: Zone! Yeah.
1: <laughs> But, uh, yeah, um, Sean Murphy, still not a St. Louis Cardinal, but you know what? I'm feeling good. I think that's a prediction I'm going to nail. Okay. Um, even though I don't think that was when we took bets on because he's not a free agent. Um, no. Yeah.
0: No, so, I, I feel less confident in the Wilson Contreras. I just, it just looks – it just – the signing feels dumb because that would be all of our money if that becomes the signing. Yeah. It,
1: and, you know, we kind of, like, in the early part of the season, we obviously, in our predictions, kind of, like, oh, didn't factor in, you know, the dead ball enough, especially early on, into, like, how the team was going to do offensively. Um, and I think part I'm, – I'm very tempted right now because I'm kind of like, you know, I like Contreras' bat more than I like Sean Murphy's. Marginally. Mm-hmm. There's not a huge gap. Um, but – at the same time, I'm like, well, Sean Murphy's elite defensively. And, yeah, he is. But with the fact that the automated strike zone is kind of on the horizon, possibly for next year, pitch framing and shit like that's going to matter less and less. Um, so now the scales are c- kind of starting to balance out, but I just feel like Murphy's the better get. He's younger. He's cheaper. Um,
0: yeah. All of those things I agree with, yeah. I, j- I just... Part of me worries, like, Wilson Contreras. I'm getting, like, I think I've said it before, but, like, Dexter Fowler vibes, where it's like, yes, he's the piece we need to complement, And then, but he's older. He could decline rapidly. Catcher is not an easy position to play every day. Like, he could be, you know, hurt for the three three out of the four years we sign him for. It just feels like that's that's my worry with that. But. yeah,
1: well, and the thing is is like I don't really want Contreras being a DH in two years. Yeah. I feel like you can you can get more of a thumper, you know at a different position if you're gonna just have a DH. Yeah, you, know, you can get somebody better than that um, every day. But
0: and you know what Wilson Contreras cannot do? He cannot what can he not do? dunk a basketball. I've never seen it, and I don't think he could cross up Kyrie Irving. Because again, this is a basket basketball podcast tonight. Yeah. So that is that is where we're at. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't put him up. I wouldn't put him on my starting five, if that's what uh, that's what we're going with.
1: Yeah, and you know I don't think he really has heart. Like he would never pull a Ron Artest and have a malice at the palace. Like he would never fight the fans. You know. and, no. I, and I just don't think that heart. I, that's going to translate to a shitty box score ne- next year, you yeah. know? Or stat line.
0: Yeah. Not not for me. Uh, not for me anymore.
1: Well. <sighs> uh, so, how are your uh Memphis uh, 901 Grizzlies doing? I'm watching them tonight. They're playing a good back
0: and forth with the, uh, with the Timberwolves tonight. They're playing sloppy ball, though. A lot of turnovers tonight. They're getting a little too... Jaw's gotten a little too cute with his trying to use his handles between like five different defenders while there's four open people on the court. Just to, you know, he's still young. It's it's just one of those games where it's like, oh yeah, you should pass the ball instead of trying to do everything. But, uh... My
1: old boss at SEMO used to call that, you know, he's a big Grizzlies fan and, you know, shout out to uh, Jeremy Walling, big fan of the pod. Um, All the good parts, none of the controversial stuff. He's a great guy. Um... (laughs) Anyways, he uh he always called that hero ball whatever, Ja would play like that. You know, he, he he's trying to take over. He, it gives me a lot of like vibes to Jason Tatum actually, like two seasons ago. You know, in the playoffs, he was just like, well, it's fucking like my game now. You know, yeah, nobody else on the court matters.
0: And and, and it, he should do that. Like in the fourth quarter, yes, of course. But when it's sure. with eight minutes left in the third quarter, you don't need to like press and like put yourself in bad situations like stall, you're up. You're up by four or five. Get a good shot. And you know, like it's not with a minute left and it's a tie ball game. You know, there's there's moments to where you need to do that and there's moments where you don't. And uh, Yeah. Yeah, that's my shots at shots at Ja tonight, even though he's the greatest thing to ever happen to the Grizzlies, Memphis and uh
1: What about Zebo? <laughs>
0: Um, I mean, yeah, that team was great, but I think this team is going, has a chance to actually win it all, like really has a shot.
1: Well, it's, it's, it's a young core. That's for sure. I mean, there are a lot of similarities between our two teams and that, you know, on that front, you know? Yeah. You got Jackson and Ja.
0: Sorry. I was watching some Celtics clips earlier today. Who is your white guy who looks like uh, Gordon oh, Hayward? Luke? Like, I thought he was Luke? Gordon Hayward, uh, and I was like, he doesn't play for... Yeah.
1: At least I think that's how you say his last name. is Cornette. Okay. Um, he is a fucking sniper from beyond the arc. Um, I'm actually, like, loving that guy. He's really stepping up. Okay. In the rotation. Is he a rookie or, like, a second year? He was on the team, I think, last year. I think he was one of those, like, you know, G League kind of... Memphis shuttle type guys. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, he he's really stepped up because you know the second unit's kind of thin right now because Robert Williams is injured. So you know I think guys are having to play big when so it's nice having him be able to actually kind of be versatile. Yeah. Um,
0: is Robert Williams still hurt from the injury he had last year in the finals? Like, wasn't he hurt?
1: Yeah. During- he, I don't think he's – I'm pretty sure he has not played a single game this year. Okay. Um, he, so, I think he had to get, like, knee surgery, but he is scrimmaging with the team, and I watched a clip today, and he was, um, like, blocking shots at practice from guys in scrimmage. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, he's – uh. Oh, yeah. I think he's going to be – I think Joe Missoula said, you know, expect his return in the, you know, near future. So, he was vague, but, you know. Maybe Christmas. Yeah, Christmas or right thereafter.
0: That's a perfect time to come back. That's when the season really gets started, right? Exactly. Right? Exactly. This is just preseason right now. We, we act like Lord. it's.
1: I mean, it is the season because the Celtics have the best record in the NBA. You know, it's definitely the season.
0: <laughs> but last year, if that was like, the first half, they were so bad in the first half. Like, that, they didn't start playing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Granted I uh, unless like Jason Tatum just gets injured and misses like, you know, a bunch of time, or even Jalen Brown for that matter, I think I think we're good. Like even if Marcus Smart went down for two months, we're fine. We've got Brogdon, who's not a slouch on defense. We've got Derek White, and then we have Peyton Pritchard. Like they'll be able to fill in just fine yeah. maybe, at the point. Um But yeah. I don't know. Is a uh, jogging and. Injured on uh, the Grizz, pretty much your worst case scenario. I think that kind of goes with that. Scenario. I would
0: think so. I I think we're pretty deep though. Like if he gets injured and when he's like he'll he's he's always going to get injured for like one or two weeks here and there. I just feel like the style he plays. But if he has like a completely season ending injury, then yeah, that's. But the team can kind of is deep enough to weather that. You know, one to two week injury. Like we have, we can. Go 500 or better. Like last year, we went. We were way above 500. Whenever he was on the floor. Yeah. So, but I think if he's yeah. not there for like the playoffs, then that's just kind of a lost season. I think you you lose a lot of mojo. You lose a lot of like his tenacity and stuff that can that really help elevate some of those games against like the the Warriors last year in the playoffs. And the and the Timberwolves who are playing tonight, those games are awesome.
1: Ooh, okay. I'm looking at what's on at the moment. Looks like the uh, Bucks and Knicks are going off.
0: That might not be a bad game.
1: Giannis, <sighs> he's a monster. Yes. Um,
0: who did he? Giannis recently said somebody is better than him, like in a few years. And now I can't think of it's. Huh. I don't think it was everybody's about Bol Bol right now cuz he's having a great start to the season.
1: Bol Bol is Bol Bol for the
0: Magic like okay. He's every like he's in shooting threes, he's got, like he's high up in the like block leaders, he's just and he's like 7 foot 2. And he's dribbling just people have said, like that uh Victor Well, oh, I can't even say his name. Wembanyama the guy that's supposed to be the best French player that's coming next year. He's like seven foot one, and uh, plays like Durant. Like can dribble, can shoot, can dunk. Like has a full, he's not just like a center type.
1: I found who uh, Giannis said that about is like four days ago, and he was saying that about Evan Mobley.
0: Oh which yeah, is,
1: which is bold, but you know I get it.
0: No, the Cavs are very good. Yeah, and Evan Mobley is made the reason why. One of the reasons why. Yeah.
1: Hey, at least we can just keep laughing at the fucking Lakers. That's <laughs> all that matters. Um, God. Seven and uh, seven and twelve. We're going up against the Blazers. God. What what a waste. Like Anthony Davis's career is just sad at this point. The man. The man is elite, but he just can't stay healthy and oh. uh he was in New Orleans for so long. You know, he knew he wasn't going anywhere there, came to the Lakers, had mild success. I mean, I mean they won a championship though, so yeah, I guess that's more the money. they call one, it but... the
0: the Mickey Mouse ring. It's not a real not yeah. a real ring.
1: Was that the co was that the COVID year? Yeah, when, when they won, they won yeah. in the bubble.
0: Oh. But uh well no. and wasting LeBron's end of his career just kind of that sucks like I, I I know a lot of people hate on LeBron I like LeBron a lot I do too um yeah. I mean he's the Tom Brady like he, his longevity you have to respect it the fact that he's been this high for so long just oh, so- man.
1: Kendrick Perkins, uh, 26 minutes ago. If Jason Tatum continues to play at this level and with this passion, they will be riding on those ugly-ass duck boats through Beantown come late June. I don't see any team beating the Celtics in a seven-game series. Carry the hell on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you follow him? Carry the hell on. Yeah, he ends every
0: tweet with that.
1: Or when a guy goes off, he's like, That's a lemon pepper wing-ding dinner of a game for 10 Jason Tate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Give him a forty-five like...
0: piece. Yeah. <laughs> he's exactly That's what ESPN like loves in a like analysis. Like just pure personality. No like yeah. analytics behind it. Not like they found the mold with Stephen A. Smith. They were like Just let a guy rant. And Skip Bayless was the same. Just let a guy just go unhinged for one hour a day and just (laughs) like. (laughs) And then that's, I feel like they just keep trying to do that. Like they balance out, they balance out like the unhinged dudes with like a very nerdy analyst. But then like they always just get rid of that nerdy guy eventually. And it's just the unhinged guy on a show. 'Cause yeah. now it's just okay. Mad Dog and Stephen A. I don't know if you watch or ever check out. It's Mad Dog like two of the most unhinged people in sports casting <laughs> just like yelling at each other and ah, man. I think like Thirty Rock did a sketch once that was just like sports yelling and it was just like it was supposed to be like part of the interruption or something. It was just like guys just screaming at the TV but not saying anything. <laughs> But that's what we want. That's what's. I don't. Know. It's just. I just want to see dudes be unhinged. Like, I don't
1: know. yeah. I. Uh, you know. I I don't get to watch a ton of ESPN just because it's it's always playing when I'm at work. You yeah. Know? And obviously, when you're, you know, in the evenings, it's, you know, they're putting a the game on. But I, Stephen A is one of my favorites. Um. I fucking hate Chuck. Like Charles Barkley, I know he's not on ESPN, but yeah, I just I just hate him. Yeah. Um, especially playing two K, he is like one of the most annoying like one narrator. Something in the I
0: game. I hate about it, and like Shaq's, they've made comments. I I, I think specifically like watching my Grizzlies team, they'll make comments about like Jaw or something like not being the guy or whatever or him. And I just like if Stephen A says it, it's just funny. but like if a an NBA icon says it, it's just kind of like it's like Ja probably grew up idolizing you guys and you're saying like it feel like yeah. it's like a different kind of sting and it's like you guys should just be like that should not be where you're you're treading water. let, let the let the Unhinged clowns at ESPN say those things, and you guys just—I don't know—respect. I don't know. Show, yeah. yeah, like show fellow players a little more respect because you guys went through the same thing. But who knows? I know that's—I know that's not how they think because they're like all players are pretty egotistical and they're not thinking about that at all. So.
1: But like, I kind of feel like they—they're uh, kind of operating on a weird model right now where it seems like they're trying to get, like, a different personality, but from, like, a completely different outlet. And what I mean is, like, Max uh, Kellerman is definitely, like, their version of Jon Stewart. Like, that's what he's supposed to be, but, like, less funny. Yeah. It, I, I would probably put, like, you know, Charles Barkley with some generic, like, Fox News host because he just remind like he seems like he should be on Fox News most of the time. Um,
0: Like you ever noticed that shut up Um, and dribble qualities to him? You think or
1: I don't like I don't even think it's like in that context of shut up and dribble. Like I'm sure he's like more than fine with today's guys like standing up for shit. I really don't know. He might be an asshole about it, but who knows? I just kind of like he's just like so. As, like, dismissive as he is about, like, the young guys, it kind of just reminds me of that, like, intergenerational, like, boomers versus millennials. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, You don't have the work ethic of, you know, that's what it reminds me of more than anything.
0: I gotcha. Yeah, I could, I could see that. Yeah, because every generation, like you said, thinks their generation was the best, and that's definitely true for all of sports. Like, they always, like, in football, like, Terry Bradshaw is always like, I call my own plays and, like, all that shit. Like, he's, he's like, he, even though his, like, touchdown-interception ratio was dog shit. Like, it wouldn't be, like, he'd be, <laughs> like, if, like, you put Terry Bradshaw's stats against today's quarterbacks, he'd be, like, the 24th best quarterback in the league, I'm sure. Like, it's... Yeah. He's like it, Jay Cutler Yeah, when he's still playing. He's just jealous. Like, it comes off, like... You're jealous that these guys are falling out of control, and you got to make an excuse for yourself as to why you didn't do that. Yeah. Well, back in my day we
1: took our concussions like a man. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Yeah, you know me, Terry Bradshaw, actor known from uh, failure to launch. Yeah. Hi, Terry Bradshaw. Um, yeah, back in my day we got we got our concussions. And you know what? They gave us drugs. We went back out there. We drank some Gatorade, and we won a fucking Super Bowl. You know?
0: Yeah. This like, was. I'm not bald because it's hereditary. I was hit so hard that my my head was scalped. This was all grafted <laughs> on.
1: Yeah, we did a mid game graft. We went in one of those little tents. <laughs> I,
0: I had to graft my own head back in my day.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I bit uh, on a belt, and I. Uh, <laughs> sewed it up.
1: Yeah. Man, I carterized my own wound. Have you ever <laughs> carterized your own wound, son?
0: <laughs> Russell Wilson would never.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be a you know, that would be a Terry Bradshaw thing. I'm a... But one thing I am fascinated by is the Long family. Like, you got Howie Long, you got Chris Long, whose podcast, I don't know if you've ever listened to it, it's called Green Light. it's great. Um, it like just, And then what, Kyle, he was the offensive lineman. Yeah. Right? Like, that's just, the, that family's insane. Um, it can't be overstated.
0: But I also mm. just love how outspoken Chris Long is. Like, he's like, I don't know, like very progressive, it feels like. Like, he's very out out in front about all... Seems like a lot of progressive issues. Um, Yeah. And, like...
1: I've kind of got that vibe, too.
0: And I... Weirdly enough, now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like football is almost a more progressive... It's way more progressive than we get it credit for. I feel like the fans kind of shape it into a very conservative sport, but as far as the players are all... Seems, like, fairly progressive. I mean, I'm sure there's... Some dudes from – some backup yeah. quarterback from Alabama State that's not, but.
1: I would probably put, like, of, like, the four major leagues, I'd probably do NBA number one as far as, like, most progressive, then NFL. Then I'm probably going to go hockey, then baseball. Like, I think baseball is kind of at the bottom. You could pro- you could make an argument that it's number three, but – You know, the Blues do a, you know, a a pride night. The Cardinals have riots. Yeah. (laughs) That's the thing. Um,
0: I was, speaking of progressives in sports, do you do you follow Razball on Twitter? Razball? They're like a fantasy baseball, like, um, analytics website. I... Read use their website basically for fantasy baseball drafts for a long time, but I was yeah. I just happened to see them commenting like they are super like progressive, which I you don't get in a lot of baseball media of them just like commenting, um like they like were clapping back at like Steven Crowder and stuff, and I was just like holy shit, like I was like it was like a, I had to like read all their likes and retweets just because I was our like likes and tweets because. Uh, I was like, you never see this. It's a rare, it's a rare stone, rare gem to find. Like super progressive baseball, and coming from like a very shoddily put together fantasy baseball website that is just like. <laughs> I was like, all right, welcome actually, to the resistance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. You're gonna take. You're gonna take. Uh, Trey Turner in the fourth round, but you're also going to read this thing on socialist. Like, like, like this pamphlet. <laughs> That's how they should write it. They should start writing all of their, like, um, like, perspective stuff about players, but then, like, just throw in some, like, socialist literature in there. Like, just to, like, make you read. Hell yeah. Like, just sandwich it right there in between, like, like every third player get some uh, get some theory in there that'd be that'd be a way to grow the, grow the game yeah you know I uh,
1: I want to okay w- while we're talking about this you know we did kind of hijack the podcast for a while so this kind of ties back a little bit to baseball but don't worry fans we're going to leave this eventually <laughs> if you think there's any communist in the league which player would it be? And I want you to think very carefully about this.
0: Any communist in the league?
1: Like, like if there is like a guy who, you know, is reading econ, you know, theory. He, you know, big like, uh, um, Trumbo fan. Like he loves uh, Dalton Trumbo's movies. Mm-hmm. Re- quotes Johnny got his gun anytime there's references to a war. Like. Yeah, like on the military nights he's reading Johnny Got His Gun. Um, yeah. Who do you think it
0: is? Biggest comment I'm um, the set like most Latin players know. Like most players from South America kinda gotta rule in all there, done out. that out. Yeah. <laughs> um Who's like the head I feel like it'd be players that were, like, part of the union. Like, the representations of the union. I think Jay... I I don't think this is him. Jay Flair has probably dabbled. I feel (laughs) like Jay Flair has, like, read some... He's been like, this makes sense, but you know what? I, like, I also want to get paid by L.A., Next year, like I like, yeah, this is great. But I also want to make a bunch of money playing in California a year from now. So, um, so what
1: you do is you join Antifa, but <laughs> you condone the um, supposed words from e, um, Ilhan Omar. <laughs> so that's what you got to do. It's like you get the Jews in, but you're seen as a very progressive guy. That's how you get it.
0: Um, Okay, so I'm looking at the... (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at the players' reps. We've got Francisco Lindor. Probably not. Uh, Marcus Simeon. Maybe. Jay Flair. I already said him. Lance McCullers. Probably not. Absolutely not there. Ian Happ. Mm. Austin Slater.
1: Yeah, I I don't think Ian Happ um, could be one, just because, like, as a utility man, you know, he's probably like, I'll do anything for you, boss. <laughs> oh, you need me to shine your shoes and wash your car? Yes, sir. You know, I don't think... And I'll do it for no a league for minimum. Himself.
0: Yeah, I don't think I gotta work no respect my way for up. himself
1: as a worker. He's definitely not a communist. Uh yeah, you, gotta, you, you have to rule out virtually any... Utility. I'm going to say,
0: this is just purely for the joke, but Giannis Cespedes, only because he's taken so much money and almost never worked a day, <laughs> he's just like, fuck work, I'm not showing up, you still yeah. have to pay me too. I like this, like...
1: Yeah, you know, his uh, barbecues are known so well, it's got its own uh, Twitter account. <laughs> You know, like, he's just lounging. Like, every day is fucking Labor Day for him. But, uh, yeah, I, you know, I'm kind of thinking, I, I'm really just thinking, like, Canadian players, because I'm like, you know, n- not to sound too basic, but I'm like, that's, that's on the, you know, lefter side of things. And I'm really struggling to think of truly Canadian players. So I think I might just lock in Tyler O'Neill, um, as our, communist
0: uh, Yeah, who's on She's gonna be who's on team Canada that would be so bro Neil comrade Neil O'Neill yeah team Canada for the world baseball classic sorry to go so so why how do you see O'Neill as uh as a comrade it's mostly just the Canadian
1: thing um but I'm gonna look at um, Team Canada's roster, and I might find a better name there.
0: Cal Quantrill. Oh, they blocked me. They said to pay. I have to. I mean, this is beyond a paywall to see oh. Canadians' baseball team. Wait, is Freddie Freeman Canadian? What? Oh, yeah, because last year they were like, bring him home. That was a big push by Toronto, I guess.
1: Yeah, but it's also listing Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Is he also Canadian? I don't I mean, know. I, like I know his dad played for Montreal. But- just
0: anyone Canada-adjacent can be a Canadian baseball player. If, you, if you're born in Minnesota, you're also Canadian. That's just the way it goes. Nick Pivetta? Ooh.
1: Okay. Ooh. Matt Brash. James Paxton. It's Paxton. James Paxton? It it is James Paxton. The man was with Seattle. And, you know, so he, like, you know he's probably, you know, involved in Antifa. So that's, like, you're Canadian and you're Antifa communist.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he was at the, um, the, whatever, the zone, the, uh... I forgot it now. That is how wormhole... Like, I just like brain hold that. What do they call the zone? The zone. The zone where they all. They were like, this isn't like the autonomous zone in Seattle. Was that Seattle or was that Portland?
1: Uh, I think that was Portland, but oh. isn't it kind of all the same? That's the thing? same place.
0: <laughs> That's the same city. <laughs> The I mean, it is a tri- it is
1: a tri- a tri-city area. I mean, that's what they call it, because isn't the other one? Uh, what's the other one? Washington State. That's like, uh, there's there's a third. Seattle, Portland's in Oregon. Well, there's Seattle and Tacoma. Arizona. Tacoma. I I I think that's the other. Uh, that's the other point in the Bermuda Triangle that is the Pacific n- Northwest. Um, oh yeah. Where it rains all the time and fucking really good weed. Um, yeah, that's all I know about that area. Oh, Twilight, that's important. That happens. Yeah, that, was in f- that happens there. I did not know that. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, and then there's Italian vampires at the Vatican or something. I, I I really don't understand it, but uh, yeah, that's cool. That's up there. There's a there's a vampire with dreads. Oh, that yeah. was pretty cool. Um Yeah. So fuck yeah. Dude, we're solving so many of the world's problems. <laughs> like people come to us for answers to questions they've never even thought of. I I can guarantee like... no one who listens to us thinks, which baseball player do you think is communist? And we just fucking nailed it in James Paxton. <laughs>
0: Yeah, neighbor. that's the episode right there. James Paxton. <laughs>
1: James James just, Paxton. Just communist. him
0: and Mal just right next to each other, just <laughs> shaking hands.
1: Oh, dude. Now that I've made that one always sunny meme, I I've, I've, I've got those juices flowing and it's <laughs> like Josh and Ryan get, get James Paxton to be a victim of a hate crime. <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
0: that'd be awesome. Or who gives the most? I, you could also go with whichever pitcher walks the most batters. Just like here's here's everyone's free pass. Oh yeah, is that I mean,
1: Okay, Canadian pitch. We, it's got it. They've got to be Canadian. We've, Canadian. I feel like we just we yeah you know, with a very high walk rate.
0: Did you just yell that into your phone? Is that how you <laughs> Canadian pitchers with high walk rate?
1: I was thinking out loud because <laughs> I'm laying in bed and very tired. <laughs> uh, Canadian pitchers high walk rate. Let's Google it. I don't trust my computer to like get out of it so I'm using my phone.
0: Ryan Dempster Ooh. Has uh, a lot of walks and he's apparently Canadian.
1: Eric Gagnier. He walked a lot of guys in the towards the end of his career. Walks ate him alive. Um Yeah. I do like your thinking though. Uh um,
0: passes.
1: Wait. Eric Gagne's middle name is Sergey Holy shit. So-
0: Eric Eric Sergei (laughs) Gagné. Sergei Gagné? Yeah.
1: Um, Eric Sergei Gagné, French pronunciation, (laughs) Gagné. Born January 7th, 1976 as a Canadian. Former baseball pitcher who played 10 seasons. Um, Let's see. I want to know more about the middle name. Early life. Let's see, comes from Quebec family and grew up in the town of Mascouche, M- Mascouche <laughs> near um, Montreal. As a child, he played baseball and ice hockey, of course. Um, his little league teams were coached by his father, Richard. Um, okay, yeah, they're not telling me what I need to know.
0: Surgey, See search
1: next week, folks, Surgey. for uh, an answer on uh Sir what, what if it was just Serge? Serge. Because <laughs> <laughs> it didn't have the little lines above the letters like it would have if it truly was Sergey But
0: Sergey, Sergey, Sergei.
1: Sergey Sergei <laughs> Okay. Uh, I remember
0: like just trying to pronounce that like as a middle schooler like Gagney. His name's Gagney. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Eric Gagney. Yeah, Eric Gagney, one of one of the best players in baseball. Loved him. Gagney.
1: Playing uh, MLB Baseball 2004 by EA Sports, the one with Albert on the cover. I'd always make mm-hmm. my team and add him and be like, yep, Gaggin's coming up to pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the good old days. Those games were actually great, the EA Sports ones.
0: There was times, and then yeah we they ruined it. Cause even like when we watch like I feel like now, you know, players' names get corrected pretty fast. But even fifteen years ago, you know, watching Fox Sports Midwest, they'd pronounce the names wrong and then that would just be what you called them for. It. Three months until they made the All Star Game, and they were like somebody ac- eventually actually asked them, like, "How do you How do you say your name?" <laughs>
1: Sh- Shanghai Oats Tanny yeah. um, is coming up to pitch. Um, surprisingly, huh. they never really fucked up us, like named Sotaguchi, but I guess that'd be, you know, that's a little easier to say.
0: Do you have any names that like? Nicknames that you call players that, like, no one else calls them?
1: Um, Harrison Bader, me and my uh, godfather, call him Hot Dog.
0: Hot Dog? Hot Dogging around. Yeah, okay.
1: he's Hot Dogging around. My my godfather's one of those guys who hates when a baseball player wears uh, jewelry on the outside of their uniform. It's uh, just like, it's not, it's not respectful to the game. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Keith, go smoke your cigars and... Deal with your hepatitis or whatever. Um, he, the hot dogs. I I, th- I think he's cured now. By the way, we love you, <laughs> Keith. Big fan of the pod. Um, yeah. I so I had that for him. Um, trying to think, did you have any? Cause
0: it's for some reason, couple. I think my uncle was just like drunk or something, or probably a mix of. Drunk and high, um, but called used to call Matt Adams Chubb's Minnows, and I don't know, I don't, I don't remember <laughs> when it started, but that's just Chubbs what we, Minnows. that's what we just always called it. Like, it was, oh, Chubb's Minnows is up to bat again, and like <laughs> that was just the name that stuck for whatever three years he was here. Um, yeah. I-
1: Because I think too many people could just called him Fat Adams. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So he just like did one step away from there. Just called him Chubbs. Yeah, Yeah, that was a.
1: This is a good question. I feel like I'm blanking, but I feel like
0: I. I have. I know we have more because especially like my uncle watching games with him. Every person, like he doesn't, he doesn't care to remember people's names. Our players' names, like he will give every player a nickname, and that'll what they'll be what they'll be until he, until they leave.
1: Oh but. God! Yeah, I'm. So I'm just going for Cardinals players, but like, um, I I think too many people called Randy Choate Randy Chode. I think that was too. Common.
0: Yeah.
1: You know. Shit.
0: Oh. Or like yeah. Tom Dexter Tom Fowler, Dexter Fowler. That I, I heard that a lot. Yeah.
1: Um, also, can you explain that story about getting yelled at by the usher and you, because you said Dexter Fowler? I I, th- I think you've done it once on the pod when you were going gremlin mode at a at a game with Tom. But like, I just can't remember why they took issue with you saying Dexter Fowler.
0: We they said we were saying they said we had said the like they were like hey calm it down you're using a lot of like foul language and then we like what do you say and like, the usher was like some people have heard you guys yell like the f word and we couldn't think to the life of us like what we like we didn't remember cursing at all or like and it was like and then immediately we we're just like fowler we said dexter fowler a lot um yeah so that's the joke it wasn't like they were mad at us for saying dexter they said we were like cursing. we were to be fair we were pretty we were you know drunk and um having fun at the game um but we were definitely not yelling any like profanities or anything too like we were sitting in a pretty uh family friendly section um but yeah, so all was that, the things to
1: the non-family-friendly sections. I want to know about those. Oh, that's Budweiser Osifers Terrace, there.
0: man. That's where the the drunks and degenerates go. It used to be the bleachers yeah. a long time ago, but they they saw money in that, and you know they could be <laughs> like, "Oh, we can get fifty more dollars out of each of these people here in the bleachers." Um, I think
1: we. Need, I think you need to reconsider the the Budweiser Terrace, and so we should go for Powerade Bridge. I think Powerade Bridge should be our new king. that's the
0: that's the um inclusive one, right?
1: It is, and that's why, cause you can get just sh- like two hours for the game, drink, f- leave the game like sixteen beers deep, like I did, and just start calling every Atlanta Braves fan a boiled peanut peach eating cunt, like <laughs> as you left, like.
0: <laughs> and see, cunt. Uh, that would get us. That would that that usher would come back and be like. I said bunt. Yeah, I said. I said Matt Carpenter, Carpenter. You heard it's a lot of yeah. lot of letters. I couldn't get it out.
1: Carpenter. Yeah. yeah, Carpenter. Kumpinter. Yeah. Carpenter. Uh. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's a name. <laughs> um.
0: It's German. It's German. I'm German, is what I'd say. Yeah. Um No. Yeah, I like that. Also Tom and I were talking we should do one game. Like, on a Tuesday where we get green seats. Because we were, like, just looking at it. And, like, you could get them for... Like, on a Tuesday playing the Marlins. If you wanted to make the investment. Um, I think you can get them for relatively cheaper than what they normally are.
1: Are we talking, like, 300 bucks or more a ticket? Or, like, slightly below that?
0: I think slightly below. The lady... So, we were at a... We we're at a bar last last Saturday, or the well, we already was said uh, the Global Brew and Tap House, and the bartender and this other um, like lady that was like next to us were swearing up and down. You can get them for like way cheap during the week. They were like, yeah, you can get them for like a hundred dollars. Like during the week, and we were what? like, we were like, I don't know, we'll look into it, and we we're like, if that's the case, we definitely have to do that. Yeah. Like oh, if yeah. you if you do we like do that. whatever game time app or whatever day of, and look for them. But I could be t- I could be talking way out of my ass and like that could not be true at all because I've actually well, never looked at them in my life because I've just been like, nope, you're poor, stick to the Budweiser Terrace, that's where you belong. Um,
1: <laughs> now. uh... Fans of the pod, um, we are not going to investigate this because these claims are not real. Uh, (laughs) Ryan, I'm just whispering so they can't hear me. Um, Actually, we're going to investigate it. We just don't want our thousands upon thousands of listeners (laughs) to uh, get in on our joke. Or not our joke, but our idea. The the hot deal? Yeah. Okay, we're back. Sorry about that outage, folks. Um, Ryan, so you were... uh, you were talking some fake news. I, you know, I, I knew we had, you know, Charles Barkley on earlier, or no, we had Shaq. Uh, actually, no, that wasn't this recording. Never mind. Uh, we <laughs> had someone on earlier. Um, what? Uh, I didn't realize we had Mike Lindell come. Uh, is that a uh, because fake news? Yeah, he
0: came and he like, come. You? He came on my pillow. Um, oh, And he said, yeah. like, "This is my pillow now," and he looked me in the <laughs> eye. And he just said, you don't get to use this pillow. And then
1: (laughs) you're not a part of the turbo. (laughs) You're not a part of the turbo team. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know, that's actually the secret to making them so soft is he, uh, you know, he basically imprints himself upon every single pillow that comes out the factory. The man, I don't know where he finds the time because he's just jacking off all day and... It's kind of like holy water. I mean, have you, you can kind of make more cum if you like pour some cum?
0: When you I look, look at him though, cum. you can you can picture that because he just looks like a guy who is everything <laughs> has been taken out of him. You know, like yeah, there, there's no liquid left in that body. It is all come straight out.
1: <laughs> He's on dialysis just because he just keeps because <laughs> like his kidneys are having to work so hard to keep creating <laughs> moisture in his body. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. why uh, actually he's a big fan of the pod. You know, he found out about um, Tom, you know, Mark's uh, the machine yeah. and, you know, he, that that saved him a lot of time to look into you know fraudulent elections and whatnot. So shout out to Mark for that. Mark Lindell, maybe. Um, yeah. Uh um, Mark Lindell.
0: I said Mark Lindell. I said that like most that's of a, the, most of the time. <laughs> I referred to him I'm as Mark Lindell for like the the past five minutes. Cracked cord
1: to C-E-O-R.
0: <laughs> More. Um, and this is why I get stopped by ushers is because I'm not trying to say the wrong thing. I just can't use words correctly. That's most of my problem. Uh, um, exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I have to. We got a few minutes left here. Did you hear about The Rock this week?
1: I haven't. You uh, referenced that earlier. I want to hear okay. it all about uh, this. This, Ramana.
0: this was a whole uh, news story. Uh, the Rock went to his hometown, 7-Eleven oh,
1: and I bought all the Snickers yeah.
0: bars to pay them back for all the Snickers bars he stole as a kid. I think The Rock has a lot of brain damage um because yeah, i don't see how
1: loss for the store
0: yeah i don't see how you paid them back <laughs> i don't see how like the 18 year old that behind the 7-eleven counter had to just but it was probably high was just like what what are you doing like couldn't understand <laughs> like like i would i didn't work here back then i've you know it's good the rock like we don't you don't it's have to a, pay them back. Statue of limitations man like you're good. Yeah. Like what like that it, it's just it, cuz like it's not even like it's a, a mom and pop shop. Like I could get it if you like It's a 7-Eleven. Yeah, <laughs> it's a fucking huge corporation. Like that they ate all those losses. They're they're doing fine. They are still around. But yeah, if it was yeah. like a mom and pop, you know, corner store and he saw, like, the same guy, and the same guy still owned it. That might that might be a uh, heartwarming story. But no, just, just a fucking, <laughs> so fucking
1: pissed, Like, 17-year-old <laughs> like, <laughs> behind the <what>? counter. <laughs>
0: like, I would think that was not the real Rock. I would immediately be like, I am getting pranked so hard. This is a Rock impersonator who is clearly on bath salts. Doing
1: insane.
0: <laughs> like, this is. Yeah.
1: Well, what he could have done is he could have bought all the Snickers and then put all the boxes back and then bought all of them again and then given them out. And then it would have been, you know, the math would have made sense. And the fact that he would buy them all a second time basically means that, you know, that's kind of him covering his interest in a way because the. 711's like holy shit we're selling out of snickers at the store I mean where profits are soaring at the moment that extra money that's the interest for all these years but uh yeah no the rock is no. too busy drinking he, tequila um, yeah, he's busy being in every single project that exists in Hollywood
0: the man is worn out that is probably what's what's happened he is just this is this is a sign of exhaustion. And I think we need to have The Rock committed is what needs to be... What needs to take place. He is...
1: Exactly. You know, like, I thought it was bad for him whenever he went to... From being in, like, I'm the Scorpion King to then being, I'm going to be in this movie where I'm, like, the Tooth Fairy and I play football or something. Um, (laughs) Like, that was... uh, you know i'm like man he's he's really falling off and his career has just been like steadily every movie he's in is just pretty bad um like i i'm i'm genuinely blanking on any movie he's been in that has gotten any serious like consideration for like an oscar or That That is well at some film festival anywhere.
0: But here's the thing: Oscars don't buy Snickers bars, Josh.
1: (laughs) Michael Bay. You can't
0: like, yeah, Michael Bay. uh, I don't know. Is he in a? He's he's in a Transformers movie, right? That's his. No, he's a Fast and Furious guy.
1: Yeah. When he does, he's like a cop turned street racer, turned terrorist, turned smuggler. I I really don't know. I don't know what's going on. What?
0: What if he's not? He didn't. He made up this whole story because he's just alone in a hotel room. Like he has hit rock bottom, and he is just pounding hundreds of Snickers bars just to (laughs) overdose. He is like I haven't had I haven't eaten ate sugar in fifteen years. And tonight, it ends tonight, and he is just <laughs> shoving them, and, like, we all think it's this, like, weird, cute story that doesn't really line up, and then tomorrow we're gonna turn on CNN, and The Rock is...
1: Yeah.
0: I'm eroded. just imagining,
1: like, like, death is there, and, you know, it's like, he's... You know, kind of watching the clock, but only it's not a clock. It's just like a glucose reader, and it's like, shit, his A one C is through the fucking roof. Like his minutes are numbered here, guys. He's just waiting for the rock to eat his like, you know, forty seventh king size Snickers in a row.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I used to be the Snorpion King, and now you're the Snickers King.
1: king. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. But The Rock also seems like really nice, so it's hard to like hate him. I'm just kind of like, "Come on, man. Like, will you just like basically get AIDS like Matthew McConaughey did just to like get some credibility? You just need some credibility, man. The personality's there."
0: No, I yeah, I'm the same. I always kind of like The Rock like it's pretty in, like he's inspiring, but this this inspired this part has gone too far. It's like you ran out of things to inspire people and you're like Digging at the bottom of a barrel—it's like an open mic comedian, you know, doing the jokes that he only tells to his friends. Like that's, yeah. Like he's just like maybe this will work, and then yeah, let's throw this one out there. You seen this lately? You seen a guy buy three hundred Snickers bars? Let's see. Uh, let's see if that plays, huh? <laughs> Tomorrow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what's tomorrow
0: I don't know like tomorrow there's gonna be another story where he like a dog bit him and he had it put down so he goes to the pound and puts down all the dogs to get revenge <laughs> for that one dog and you're like wait what, what are you doing
1: it's fucking like reverse. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like the dog actually killed his wife <laughs> I'm to kill all these fuzzy
0: fucking pups if that dog can't live <laughs> none of you can and then just it's like oh, I think a... yeah his ins- his inspirometer that's like drilled into his head is like all fucked up I'm just imagining him. he has like some kind of computer brain that only thinks of inspirational things to do to post to Instagram
1: He's RoboCop. Yeah. But not a cop. But for he's Robo Rock.
0: Robo Ooh. Rock. <laughs> and it just all right. prints things that are BuzzFeed worthy that he can, like, get clips.
1: Yeah, and, like, it seems like all of the gestures that he makes are, like, very small potatoes. Like, I saw a video of him and, like, Mr. Beast, and he's like, If I beat you in... Rock, Paper, Scissors, you'll give $50,000 to a charity of my choice. And he's like, oh, well, how, you know, and of course it ends with, well, I don't even care if I win. I'm going to give it to your choice, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, It's like 50 grand of The Rock is nothing. Buying, like, $300 worth of Snicker bars is nothing. Buying your dad a F-150 or your gym coach who used to, like, look after you a new, like, you know hyundai santa fe like these are to him these are very menial things and it's not to like discredit him it's mostly just to be like in the grand scheme of things jeff bezos's wife is an angel in comparison to you given the amount of money that that lady's fucking given away yeah she divorced him like ugh.
0: i just it's imagine funny. like when the camera turns off he just yells, like, I still don't feel anything! And then, (laughs) like, it's just like, he's trying to chase the dragon.
1: I just think it'd be funny if he went back to his, like, uh, you know, former high school, and he's like, when I was in high school, I used to order the lunch cards online, and then that way i never paid for lunch and i ate this place out of house at home and then he just goes to the lunch lady and he's like i'm buying an extra round of crispedos for everyone here and like all the students are like yeah crispedos <laughs> they're like lifting them up in the air and the lunch lady's just like again it's the Snickers sting you need to buy them then buy them again <laughs> and, and then we're good <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> yeah I hope they just tell him like, "Oh nope, you gotta buy a, a lunch card. You can't just purchase yeah. things with cash. Like you have to go to the front office." And then he's just like, "You know, I don't, I don't want to do it that bad."
1: Anymore. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You 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 really made this a hard process with the red tape and the bureaucracy, lady. I'm, yeah. I'm just not about it. Um, that's not the Tremana lifestyle. Yeah. Um.
0: And then he turns in. To like pain and gain the rock, and he just whips out a gun. And he's like, "Make the fucking crispitos now!"
1: <laughs> Let's slop them up. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Sloppy crispito. That sounds uh, very, very wet. <laughs> <laughs> very moist.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so, is that who we're fucking tonight? Are we fucking the rock?
0: Fucking the rock, man. Yeah, fuck. <sighs> fuck you, you, you've lost me thing. the rock fuck you man you've yeah i'm gonna hit unfollow right. on instagram fuck you
1: all right that's the end of the pod uh it's josh and ryan the gang will be back next week keep on listening give us some money